Welcome back, Houston. These guys missed you over the last break. It's the Killer Bees, Joel Blank and Jeremy Branham, live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Top 10 quarterbacks. Top 10 for the Killer Bees. Mahomes, this is voted on by all three of us. Mahomes, Burrow, 1-2. Tied for third, Allen Hurts. Tied for fifth, Herbert Rogers. Lamar, 7. Lawrence, 8. Watson, 9. Prescott, 10th. Kirk Cousins was robbed. Uh, seven one three seven eight zero ESPN. Here was our list a year ago. It's kind of funny that we did this on July twentieth, two thousand twenty-two, and today we did it July eighteenth, two thousand twenty-two. I don't, I don't know, I don't know how that happened. Like that, that to me is a minor miracle. But a year ago, our top ten looked like this, Blankers, and we had Brendan Riley who was voting. So, I mean, who knows what that? Well, Stafford got. Who a lot knows of what? Yeah, who knows what he brought to the table? That uh, he got sacked though. It's Matt Stafford. <laughs> Matt Stafford's on the list. So our top 10 quarterbacks entering 2023, a year ago, almost to the date, Mahomes was one, Rodgers was two. I'm surprised we had Rodgers at number two a year ago. Why? He was coming off back-to-back MVPs. Because Josh Allen. Did I? I don't remember, I don't remember what our okay, top 10 okay, was okay, individually, okay. but Rodgers collectively was, was second. Josh Allen was three. Thomas Brady was number four hmm. since retired. Number five was Justin Herbert. So Justin Herbert... Stayed stagnant, tied for fifth this year. He was fifth last year. Joe Burrow was sixth a year ago. He has climbed to second for us. So Joe Burrow is the biggest mover up on our list. Matthew Stafford a year ago was seven, not in our top ten. Gone. Dak Prescott was eighth on our list last year. He's fallen to number yeah. ten. Number nine was Kyler Murray, who ended up Bye-bye. getting hurt and didn't make our top ten this year. Last year, our tenth-ranked quarterback was Deshaun Watson, kind of projecting what he would be. Now, we were wrong there and I probably was the reason that he was number 10 but he moved up a spot to number nine this year now Brady retiring kind of you know skews this a little bit let's fast forward since we like to do these in mid-July mid-July 2024 are there quarterbacks that we are not right now talking about rightfully so that shouldn't be in the top 10 right now that we think will be cracking the top 10 in a year yeah, I mean, I think for different reasons. I think when you look at this rookie class, there's every reason to believe that one, if not two, could show you enough that they might be a guy to be reckoned with. And if you're an NFL exec, you damn well be hoping to because as Joe was talking to us in the break and we were kicking this around, quarterbacks ain't what they used to be in the NFL. And trying to find elite quarterback play is starting to be a little bit of a an adventure as opposed to just making it, getting the right pick at the right time and watching it turn out. So I, I don't know if it's Bryce Young. I don't know if it's C.J. Stroud, but I would expect one of those guys could be knocking on the door also because the opportunity is going to be there for them to step in because there's going to be guys that are going to step out, fall back, and there are guys that we talked about from you know, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 that are kind of on the cusp of falling back. So I think those guys, and the one to me, I'll go back to it again, that I really feel strongly about that I think could be in this conversation if he could just stay healthy is Tua because I think that Tua has proven that he is a, a he can be a very good quarterback in this league and with the receivers he's got he can be better than that so yeah. if he stays healthy all all this season there's reason to believe that we'll be talking about him in a different light next year. Okay. That's probably a good answer for a non for a non young quarterback. Because mm-hmm. if Tua plays in every game this year and does not have a concussion and throws for forty five hundred yards, he's, he's easily yeah. in easily. our top ten. He's yeah. easily in our. If if he had a full body of health right now, he would if be. He no never doubt, had, he would, I struggle with it be because in the top of that. Ten yep. Right now, I think Cousins, uh, Tua, Cousins might be on a different team though. Yeah, Cousins is makes, in the contract yeah. year. If Jared Goff wins yeah. the division, I agree. 
And it, you know, I was, just couldn't do it. I know. But but next year. But next, but next year. year. If he stacks oh, two oh, oh, really right, right, good right, years right, right. on top of each other, a quarterback who has been to a Super Bowl, I think we're talking about Goff cracking the top ten I'm going to give you another guy that, like, he played so great last year, but it was so unexpected. There was no way I was considering the top ten. But I will consider Geno Smith yeah. if he duplicates yeah. last year with this year. If he's that good, and with DK Metcalf and Jackson Smith and Jigba, Tyler Lockett, Kenneth Walker, like they've got the pieces. They do. If Seattle went, is second in that division or wins that division, they make a playoff run. It's unreal to say, but two. I think Geno Smith might have an argument next year. You're right. Two separate arguments for me because I just couldn't press the button on either one of them. Gino for me is he had too many opportunities with too many teams where he could have done something and he didn't. So I'm thinking this was just a, a one year where he just kind of like Montero'd it, and now I'm expecting him to fall back to the, to the means of who he really is. In the case of Goff, I never thought he was a good quarterback until I thought Sean McVay was more the reason why that he was able to do what he's able to do with Goff. Now in Detroit, he played very well last year. If he yeah. does it again this year. Then he has been he has far and away been able to step away from what I thought of him because of it was all McVeigh and proven he can play in this league. Can I put Caleb Williams in my top ten? No. Why not? I'd rather have him than Dak Prescott. I mean, who's currently can't. tenth I mean, on our list. I guess you can. You just he won't make it in a year. We won't vote that way. We all think he's the second well, we don't all think. Yeah, but, but there like are you, some that think he's the next coming of Patrick Mahomes. But no one would have ever voted Trevor Lawrence in their top ten right away, and they, no, one no one would have voted would, Andrew Luck no in the one top ten. Their last Especially year. With Urban Meyer. Well, would you rather have Caleb Williams or Dak Prescott? Caleb Williams. Would you rather have Caleb Williams or Kirk Cousins, who was our only honorable mention? Caleb Williams. How about Deshaun? Caleb Williams. Now, rookie contract skews it because you rather have Caleb sure. Williams in a rookie contract versus Deshaun Watson making more money than anybody else at the position. If you're going just like talent for talent and the unknown of a rookie, you're probably going Watson. Now, the rookie contract, I'm taking Caleb over Deshaun. Probably taking Caleb over Lamar. Like, Aaron Rodgers might retire. It opens up something there. Like I, I'm being a little bit silly there. Now, other quarterbacks that I think could crack the top ten, Daniel Jones. If like we just had the conversation about Daniel Jones and why he's not there this year, what if he what if he doesn't have Saquon Barkley? And again, does the receivers are again pretty mediocre, and yeah. he takes his game up another echelon. Then Daniel Jones is in the top ten. If look, if Joe George is right about Justin Fields, Justin I'm, Fields could be a top ten quarterback in a year for I, sure. I decided I wasn't going to say his name. This smart these two if, segments. I was going to let someone if else stats say was it. jersey sales. Then Justin Fields might be a top ten. But in my mind, as much as he's shown us so far with his legs, I, I got to see more from his arm. There's before one I can we eat. haven't mentioned. I'll CJ just re- I'll return the favor. If, Will Levis. If Joel's very wrong, you, you better stop. If Joel's very wrong, Jordan Love? and the Packers win the no division next year, flipping way. Look, I'm just if the, if the Packers win the if the Packers win the NFC North next year and Jordan Love's first year, a lot of people will put him in that top ten category, even if it's way too early, because they will say, "Look at the pedigree when he came out of the draft. Even though he was a late first round pick, he sat and wait just like Rodgers did. If he comes in and he has success right away, people will put him in that category because it's like, is it too soon? I, he sat there for four Man, years. I don't. I look. I want to be proven wrong. Now, but you I, Caleb Williams. He does. Yeah, I do. And, and so he, do I. He does not. Ha- there's an instinct that all these great quarterbacks and all these top 10-ish quarterbacks and top 8-ish quarterbacks have. An ability to have the instinct to check down when you have to check down, to make the right read, to put the ball where, you know, to, to read something real quickly. I just don't think he has that quick twitch in him. And so I just don't see it. I think you, there's a possibility, Joe, if that scenario plays out like you painted it, I just don't see that that scenario is going to play yeah, out. Yeah, I probably agree. Seven one three seven eight zero ESPN.
Brock Purdy. Is Stroud? Nah, see, he's so much of a game manager. I know, but... He's not going to put up the numbers, I think, to crack well, right our top right now, what's 10. going on in the streets is all these Trey Lance takes. Can that, you pick like, it? That Trey Lance has looked 10 times better than he's ever looked. Yeah, but... And people think that. He, I know, we've heard it before, but it's like... Because he it, looks like Tarzan. If he wins the like, if he wins the job, I don't know. <laughs> I doubt it, but... What does G.J. Stroud have to do to get in the top 10? Well, I mean, look, he's he's... He's not in a great ideal situation because his receiver room is terrible. But he I mean, but 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 to your point on Daniel Jones, mm-hmm. if he can take a really bad receiver room in his first year, which is basically unheard of, and and he can put up good numbers and he can show that he can lead the team and he can do some things to, you know, touchdowns up, keeping his interceptions down, not turning the ball over. I think there's there's a discussion to be had about him being on the cusp. I don't think he or Bryce can make it. I don't. I don't think that they can have enough in their like. Well, they're, obviously they could Talk have enough next in their year? rookie year. I don't think that they could realistically do enough in their rookie season to crack our top ten next year. I don't. Oh, I, next year? No, I don't think so. Bryce, I, I think Bryce Young could as a rookie to put up the numbers to crack our top ten. I don't think it's. I don't think it's possible. I think there's one that could. I think the upside is Anthony there. Anthony Richardson. Anthony Richardson would be the one that like if I was going to say. This person's going to get to their peak, and they and the Colts were right, and he's got a near thousand yard rushing campaign. The arm is there, like they've got yeah, but the we, talent. We, on everybody that team. said we talked about this. He's two do. years away from being. But what if we're wrong? But what if he only throws the ball fifteen times a game? Like, like it, there is a, there is a path for that offense to be scary. I don't want a game plan against Anthony Richardson that's going to run it twelve times a game. Jonathan Taylor, Michael Pittman, like they have some pieces. Oh, there's no doubt they have pieces, and they've got the right offensive coordinator. They, well, I mean, or head coach, head coach. Psych- yeah, psych- yeah. that's going to like, call plays. It's just like if you're going to have one guy that's in the perfect situation for where it. they were drafted, it is Anthony Richardson, and and peak skill wise, if he reaches that in year one, if he's yep. a thousand yard rusher, there's going to be a real argument. I think like, he has a better chance than Stroud and Young, to be honest with you, to make our to make yeah. our list next year. We were talking about this in the build up to the to draft blankers, two years away from being two years yep. away. But the one spot that we don't want Anthony Richardson to land because it's a perfect piece for Shane Steichen and it fits Anthony Richardson to perfection is the Colts. Like the Colts drafting Anthony Richardson might determine the fate of Anthony Richardson being a really good quarterback and a quarterback who wouldn't have made it as an NFL starter. We talk, I really feel that strongly about it. We talk about this all the time when we talk about our relationship with, with Trap, with Travis Johnson. you got to be drafted in the right situation sometimes to really flourish. He's in the ultimate situation to flourish because of who he's got as a head coach, because of what that coach has done in the past, because of the fact that he has weapons around him, and it starts with a running game with Jonathan Taylor. There he he is in the ultimate situation Perfect to spot. press the fast forward on that two year and to take a jump. I don't think he's gonna. I, no matter what he does, I don't think he's gonna take a jump to get into the top ten. Yeah, I I would bet against it as well. But if I had to pick one rookie quarterback from this rookie class that would not not have the best career, not have the best rookie season, but that is making our top ten next season. I think that's the only path for a rookie to get on that list, and I still think it's a, I still think it's far fetched and it is. low likelihood. But like also, like who you know, Michael Pittman, I would say is is heads above anything that the Texans and C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young and the Panthers are throwing to. Michael Pittman is a yeah. way better wide receiver. Like that alone, and Jonathan Taylor is the best player on any of these offenses. Yeah. Like their offensive line is good. They have the right coach. I agree, I tend to agree. He's not going to be good right away, 
But if we're wrong and he's that guy we saw versus Utah week one, then he could come out guns blazing Plus, and just dominate. I, I don't I, see the guns blazing thing is what I'll nitpick here. Because I, so. I think in a perfect world, they want him to throw it 15 times a game. I think they want to run 40 think, to 45 times, play really good defense, yep. throw when everything's set up. When the, when it's, when you had the defense look and run and you go play action off of it. They're going to do I, a lot of read option stuff. I think as long... I think there's two different ways. Long term, they still believe they got a guy that is going to be a guy. But because of what we said and, and you know, everybody was saying about he's raw, they're going to manage him, game manage him as much as possible so that they have a chance to win now yep. because it's so important based on what Ballard has done with you know taking hits and misses on veteran quarterbacks the last couple of years. So they're going to hyper-manage him in a system to try and – minimize his mistakes and how raw he is, maximize the weapons around him, and, and find a way to kind of backdoor it into a playoff spot. Seven one three seven eight zero espn A lot of people want to weigh in on this. Where did our top 10 go wrong? Who's making the top 10 next year? Seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. It's the Killer Bees on ESPN at 97.5 and ESPN 92.5. One of my favorite things in the world, this show, and also Gentle Ben. I love Gentle Ben. All of you know that. I've been telling you for what seems like years how good Gentle Ben is. And it all starts with the finest ingredients. Classic time-honored distilling methods. Gentle Ben uses a revolutionary technology that eliminates impurities for the cleanest, smoothest spirits that you will ever taste. You get all the flavor with none of the burn. I was just having a conversation with Scotty Alexander, country music artist. You're going to start to hear him uh, here on the station. We just recorded a commercial. Scotty Alexander and Gentle Ben partnering together because they both mastered their craft. Scotty Alexander in the country music business and Gentle Ben, of course, in the spirits business. The vodka, the gin, stray bourbon whiskey, cast strength bourbon. It is all fantastic. Next time you head to dinner or you go to your favorite bar, ask for Gentle Ben. Look for Gentle Ben at the liquor store, whichever one you go to. Whatever's on the way home and pick up a bottle today. If you're looking for some weekend plans, how about heading to the Gentle Ben Tasting Room in Alvin? A fantastic spot to spend a little bit of time. Also, Gentle Ben wants to send you to an Astros game. They have a sweepstakes going on right now. Head over to their social media, Facebook, Instagram, search for at Gentle Ben Spirits. Sign up for the giveaway. You have through August 14th to enter to win. They want to send you to the Astros-Yankees game. They're not giving away tickets to some crappy team. No, they want to send you to the Astros-Yankees game on September 1st. So find Gentle Ben Spirits, Facebook, Instagram, and enter to win that sweepstakes right now. GentleBen.com to learn more as well. Gentle Ben, all the flavor, none of the burn. Informed opinions are oftentimes presented here. You're locked in with the Killer Bees on 97.5 and 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Joel Blank and Jeremy Branham. Is this your rejoin, Joe, or is this Spencer's? The song? Yeah, is this you? Who played it? Is this your music that yeah, you're playing? Or is this the Spencer Tillman? Did he, did he choose what is this? It? It's uh, Gunna. <laughs> it sounds like something that you listen to in the pitch black and you have glow sticks. It's a rap song. This is? Yeah, it's an instrumental, so it sounds different. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought it was more like, uh, what am I thinking of? EDM? David yeah. Guetta? I thought it was EDM. That does that sound EDM-y to you? Like right there. No, it's a rap beat. Right, maybe I'm just an idiot. All right, I'm gonna have, I might have to wear this L. Whatever. Uh, 0345, is uh, is Blankers calling Jordan Love low S2, low S2-y? I have trouble saying that. Uh, Are you calling Jordan Love low S2-y? No, I'm calling him low ability <laughs> 
I'm calling him Loa Bilatui. Okay. <laughs> that's that's good, good. I like that. That's good. Uh, 7506. He must, he's got to be trolling. 7506 has to be trolling. He said Dak is elite. Stop no one it. no one believes this, right? No we, one does. We have a lot of cowboy listeners. I mean, I understand that the cowboys are popular here. Let's let's not tell lies. Let's be very honest. Um Dak Prescott's not elite though. Cowboy fans, if you took a poll today, yeah. there are more cowboy fans that are ready to move on from Dak Prescott than are those that are feel like he's elite. There are some that are just gonna say he's our quarterback, we're rolling with him. But I think more times than not, cowboy fans right now, if they had to choose elite or it's time to move on. Yeah, I think there's more that are really willing to. And Dr. Dre on 290 and and CC and and some of the, the loyal listeners we got in the hive, they can tell you what they feel. But it, I know they're true cowboy fans, and I know Dre for one is ready to move on from Dak Prescott. I know CC, she's the the president of the Cowboys fan club here in Houston. I know she loves her some Dak, but I'd be interested if even her would. If you had to make a choice, you can't yeah. say he's our quarterback. <laughs> he's either elite. Or you're ready to move on. I think more Cowboy fans than not are ready to move on. Let's do that. 713-780-3776. You're a Cowboy fan. Tell us what you feel about Dak. I have a Cowboy fan. He he cannot stand Dak Prescott. Cap says he's a real Cowboy fan. I don't even think he's top 10. Uh, Todd says he's a Giants fan. I'm sticking with Dak. Like, well, of course you are. He's trolling. Yeah. He's got to yeah. be trolling. Todd's saying that because he wants the Giants to beat him. That right. gives you a good chance I'm to win. I'm saying the texture's trolling. Oh. Dak is not elite. No, not even close. No one thinks the Dak is elite. Do you think like almost everyone outside those top seven or eight quarterbacks, unless you drafted a rookie, wants their quarterback to be really good this season or be awful? Because like that's how I feel about Fields personally. Outside of the Texans, I want like the Texans, the Panthers. They don't count the Panthers Colts. Don't. But like, well, they don't have a first anyways. But like, I want to be so right or so wrong about Justin Fields. Yeah, you need an answer. I want him to either win the division and make a playoff run and be in this and be a top ten guy next year. Or I want the number one pick again, and I want Caleb Williams. Yep. Like, I don't, I don't want an in between. Like I, I would assume Packers fans feel the same way. Honestly, Cowboys fans, this Packer should, fan feels should the feel same the way. same way. Like that's how the Commanders should be looking at this season. They either need to be right about Sam Howell, or they need him to be a disaster so they have the number one pick. Or and, top, and I'll tell you this two. right now, Joe, I'm the Packer fan that says that I, I feel that way that I want Caleb Williams, but I'm not limiting it to Caleb Williams. I know there's the potential of three. Top quality quarterbacks in this draft coming up. There's Drake May. There's Caleb Williams. I forget the third on the list, but there's at least three that people are considering to already be top three. And there might be one or two more that are added on depending I, on what happens. I think there's a big group for three. I would like to be a team in the mix for any one of those three quarterbacks because I think any one of those three quarterbacks is better than the, the one my team has right now. Good news is you probably only need to be a top five team to get one of those three quarterbacks because you have like a Marvin Harrison Jr. Right. And you have some really elite players outside of tackles. just quarterback. Yeah, so like you might you might be able to get one of those top three, four quarterbacks with a top seven pick. I just don't know who it's going to be. Who that third guy? Because I think the QB? list is pretty. Yeah, lengthy. I forget. Like, I, I think. I, I think. Well, I think top two are the biggest names. Yeah, but I forget. I had read an article or two where they were already throwing a third name into the mix. I just can't remember who it was. Everyone's is a little bit different. Some people have. Yeah. Who's some, that Phoenix kid? Penix. He's old. Oh, though. Penix from Washington. He's yeah. kind of old. Like, yeah. I think he's probably because yeah, he to transferred from Indiana. Old. Yeah, he's kind of old. Yeah, I, I, I think there's an argument. You could say Quinn Ewers could be that guy. Talent-wise, people will think he should They make love the his jump. talent. Lance loves his talent. I mean, it's hard. The talent jump from where he was playing to where he is now in the in the Pac-12 or whatever they're going to call it. Like, I'm very fascinated by, like, by Shitter Sanders. Like, what Dion's kid does. Like, he played so elite the, 
at that level. But like, can he be anything like that at Colorado? Mm-hmm. Um, a lot. I heard Bruce Feldman say like some people think JJ McCarthy, another great year at Michigan, could put himself in that conversation. Pass. But like, I, there's another guy, but no one knows who it's going to be this year. I some people think it's going to be Bo Nix. What's the kid? The uh, the Clemson kid's name? Clay, Cade Klubnik. He's he's not he's, draft eligible, right? Yeah, he's he's only a, a sophomore. He's going to be redshirt sophomore, or he's going to be second redshirt freshman. Redshirt freshman. He's going to be a second year uh, removed from high school the, football. He's going to be the guy that wins the Heisman this year. That everyone says, "Oh, if you can't get Caleb Williams, wait for Cade Klubnik." Yeah, that's why I thought he was a year. He still had a year left, but it's, he's going to be a redshirt freshman. So he didn't play in enough games last year, right? No, he didn't. And then another one, Jordan Travis really from Degenerate Gambler. That's a good name, too, from FSU. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of guys who might be that third or fourth quarterback. Yeah, but there's, there's the two quarterbacks, and then there's kind of everybody else that could emerge. Uh, 8410, $20 that Fields finishes ahead of Rodgers. That sounds that. like a good bet for y'all to make, no. Joe and Joel. Uh, I want Rodgers to crap the bed, but I think he'll have a better year than Fields. You don't want to make that bet, Joe? I don't know how I feel about the Jets, so I'm out. I don't. I think Rogers is going to be pretty good. Yep. I think. Um, look, do you want to make that bet with eight four one zero? Yeah, eight four one zero. Get in touch. D- DM uh, at Pac-Man Joel. I'll take Rogers over Fields. Absolutely. And be careful making bets with listeners, though. They never. Pay yeah, they up. never pay. They never I, pay up. Just be careful. I'll hold it in escrow for you. I'll hold it is, in escrow. This is the big deal when you look at what Brady did with the Bucks. You can times it by a hundred. You can go back to the whole uh, last dance with Jordan. Rogers is that kind of guy. He's he's quirky he holds grudges he looks for extra motivation this is his show the world just like when everybody said he was washed when they drafted jordan love and he won back-to-back mvps this is his last chance last dance to go show the world he still got it he's gonna win it in spite of everything that's happened and that's why i think for at least for this year unless he gets hurt I don't think Fields has a chance to come close to him because he's got a lot of weapons. Fields got an MVP vote last year. Finished top 10 MVP vote last year. Fields did. For real. I, I, I understand that, but For you real. know that there's there are homers everywhere. I just I don't I just can't agree. I don't know how you can have the number one pick in the draft and get a top 10 MVP vote. I don't either. 7506, stack at 10, really? Behind Watson? Wow, no way. I think they're kind of interchangeable. They are. 1970, Goff's going to have a year. If he does, he'll be in this list next year. 0997, Deshaun out, Kirk in. That's, that's what I'm telling you. Kirk's severely underrated by the Killer Bees. Uh, says Deshaun's extremely overpaid, looked awful last year. Uh, hurt losing Steichen is going to really hurt him. It's possible. I'm intrigued to see what that looks like. I saw Brian Johnson up close and personal. He used to be an OC for U of H. Now he's the OC at Philadelphia. I'm very curious to see what Jalen Hurts and that Eagles offense looks like now that Shane Steichen is gone. Do you think he tries to keep it like Steichen's offense, or do you think – I think he has to, too, because that's when you said that. I'm like, well, I hope he doesn't come in and try and reinvent the wheel because if it ain't broke, don't fix it. The way it worked last year was a well-oiled machine with the weapons he had, and nobody went anywhere from a passing game perspective. No, he's got to to keep it. And and Brian Johnson does have a lot of you know RPO background. He came from like the Mississippi State scheme under Dan Mullen when they had Dak. So it's kind of like his – Forte, anyways. Not three eight three zero hot take. Russ will be top ten. You coach mile high. I'll bet a bottle of whiskey. BS a bottle of DP. That's boring. Uh, a lot of people wanted to weigh in on the Dak Prescott as a huge Cowboy fan, but it's time to let him go. Last chance for Dak. I love the Cowboys. I think Dak is above average, but elite. No, says Corey. Six six seven zero in all capital letters and and a lot of vowels. Move on. Let's go out to the HRMP listener line. James, what do you think about Dak? You're in the hive with the Killer Bees. Hey man, I'm a big Cowboy fan. Been there all my life. 
I think Dak is elite. He had a bad season last year. Give him one more chance. If you think he's elite, you're not begging for one more chance. If you think he's elite, he deserves five more chances. I, I think he's elite. I think he's elite. Then he why do you want one more season. chance? Yeah, why do you have only one more one more run a, with him? Hey, if, he, if he has another season like last year, then yeah, he got to okay. go. But I, I still have faith in him. Well, I, I was going to say <laughs> how much faith. Because it sounds like you've got last last chance faith. You're, you're, there's not like die hard, ride or die with him. You're just taking one more spin. Well, that season was terrible. <laughs> every, everything before that, I liked him. So I, I, I got if he lead the lead in uh, lead the league in interceptions again, then I, I, I don't know. Appreciate it, James. And I appreciate James is you firmly on the fence. Defending for he he, he thinks he's, I think he's more hopeful that he's a lead. Yeah. Now to to piggyback off James a little bit, Dak in 2021 was really stinking good. Dak last year was as mediocre as can be. So look, if Dak plays like he did in 2021, 21 weren't they playing from behind and he had to sling it all over the field? No, okay. They they were they were 11 and five two years ago. Was it three? Was it the contract the year before the contract when he they were playing behind all the time and he was. Just piling up stats with Dak, they've been a, they've been a winner. Thirteen and three as a rookie, nine and seven in his second year, ten and six in his third year, eight and eight in his fourth year. Then he got hurt early in twenty twenty at two and three, eleven and five after the injury, eight and four last year. I mean, he's he's won a lot. Wasn't of games. eight and eight the year that he wanted the money after that because his numbers were inflated? Uh, there was a few. I, I, the years run together, but there was yeah. his numbers were inflated that year. That yeah. that year he had the most yards, there passing you go. yards. There you go. But he he wanted money for like a bunch of years in a row. Oh, I know, but they I'm finally just saying. The Damn. one year that they paid him was right after the eight and eight season, where he was just slinging it all over the field, stacking up numbers because they were ten, fifteen points behind. Ag says, uh, "I'm a diehard Cowboys fan from the womb to the tomb, and I know Dak is not that dude. Love him as a person, but that dog is not there. I don't think Cowboy fans like Dak a whole lot. That's why I asked the question because I really right. believe that seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. Cash them or trash them. What hot takes? What overreactions do we have that we're trying to sell to each other? The cash or trash? Which ones do you have that you want us to cash or trash? Seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. Killer bees on ESPN ninety seven five and ESPN ninety two five. What you need to cash is a chance at winning fourteen million dollars in guaranteed prizes. That's because the circa million and the circa survival are back. $14 million combined between the two in guaranteed prizes with no rake. They don't, they're not taking rake. Everything goes back into the contest. The biggest football contest in Vegas back for their fifth year only at Circus Sports. Head to Circa, enter in Las Vegas, and then the beauty of it, you can play from anywhere. Your couch, work. You can wear one of the mini hats that you wear from noon to three and make these Circa bets as well. You can do it from wherever once you enter in Vegas. The Circa Million Football Contest, $6 million in total prizes, quarterly payouts as well, and again, 100% payback. No rake. Where else can you get that? You can't find it. The top prize is $1 million guaranteed. You pick five teams against the spread weekly. The winner takes home $1 million. And then the Circa Survivor, the other contest, their biggest prize yet, eight million dollars it's simple pick a winner straight up no spread and win big be the lone survivor and a guaranteed eight million dollars is yours bigger money than ever before play today for your share of 14 million in guaranteed prizes contests are open now you don't want to miss out enter in vegas play from anywhere visit circusports.com for details prepare for overreaction on my mark it's that time of the week where overreactions are not only welcome 
they're celebrated. They say Muhammad Ali was the greatest of all time, but he never fought Cassius Clay. It's Cashem or Trashem with the Killer Bees. This is your hot take. Hmm. Give us a hot spoonful of your opinion. I always thought Cassius was better than uh, Ali. Just did. What, what are you leading us with? Uh, your cash them or trash them? You can text in yours as well. 713-780-3776. What are you cashing or trashing, Blankers? I'm going to do the first one that you guys, it's the most obvious one of, of just what's current on everybody's mind. Give Kyle Tucker the bag. Give Kyle Tucker the bag right now. You don't even believe this. Give Kyle Tucker, <laughs> give Kyle Tucker eight years. Give Kyle Tucker... 25 to 30 million dollars a year or whatever it's going to take but you lock up Kyle Tucker right now give him the bag give him what he needs so he stays an astro for the next 8 years you're being silly you you cash or trash it first trash there you go <laughs> trash <laughs> you don't even believe what but everybody saying. on twitter and everything else loses their mind the catch in the home skip run blank. he's our hero he's our savior he's got to be here skip blank right now uh, I'm trashing it too. Trash. And we're probably minority opinion here. I think uh, you're I right. Think we're minority opinion here. Joe's. I guess over I'm there. the minority opinion on this show because cash it, baby. No, there you, you go. You don't, sign, you don't sign anybody. To cash a 300 money. million ten year deal. Nobody. Why? Unless you're doing it when they're 22. And you years believe old. he's going to live up to that contract? Yeah. The whole time. The whole thing. A majority of it. Ah. How many years? I think Kyle Tucker has a better chance to live up to a thirty million dollar a year contract every single year than Alex Bregman does. Well, yeah, well, okay, that's cash. Easy. Well, Alex Bregman's making thirty, but he's not making it for ten years. Yeah, he's got to. And they they signed him before his arbitration was up, and they just bought out a couple of years of free agency. That's an apples to raspberries con- like comparison. That's a, that's an interesting way to do that because that's so bad. I've never heard of apples to raspberries. Apples, and, apples to oranges was too close. I just I think Kyle Tucker can live up to that contract over the length of time. Who has a better chance of living up to a ten year contract at their fair AAV? Kyle Tucker or Shohei Otani? You're gonna put me in a bad spot here, Jeremy. I honestly think it's Tucker. Tucker. I think do you t- think Otani's gonna get hurt? I just at some point I feel like he's not gonna do both. Yeah, like it, I or think he's o- just gonna he's gonna yeah, he's like gonna fair pick one. fair AAV, Tucker's getting thirty, Otani's getting sixty. Yeah. I think That's- Shohei at some point's not gonna be worth sixty million dollars a year. Yeah. I, if you went Shohei Otani's career to this point, how many years that he's played in major league baseball has he been worth that per year? I would say this year and last year. Those are the only two. I, Every I also, other year, no. I also think as taxing as it is to do what he's done for the last couple of years that I think it's almost impossible for the length of his this contract he's going to sign that he's going to stay healthy. Exactly. And, I, and I think that when you see the swings last night again, the swings and the misses when he's starting to wince and do the face of anguish. And I said it the other night, I tweeted it during the game, that it looked like, dare I say, discomfort. But he looked like he really hurt himself on a couple of wild swings in like the seventh inning. And, and you look at how violent he swings, and then you want him to pitch too, and you want him to stay healthy for eight to ten years. I think he's going to break down. Yeah, I, I think, I think every player does. They do, like, and, they, and they're not doing trying to do what he's doing, doing double dipping. It's, I mean, it's it's attrition. It's it's sports. Players get hurt. Seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. What do you want to cash or trash? Here's mine. Anyone who tries to make a thing about arbitration cases in Major League Baseball are trying way too hard. If you're trying to come up with some hot takes, hot fire takes. On Major League Baseball arbitration, you probably don't know ball and you're trying way too hard. Cash. Pretty much no-brainer. I mean, it's simple, right? I mean, it's... Yeah. All right. We're moving on. Uh, <laughs> through, through, through 94 games, 
Shohei Otani is on the exact same home run pace as Aaron Judge. I thought it was one back. He tied it last night. Cash. Shohei Otani will set the American League home run record this season and pass Judge. Trash it. I don't think trash. So. I'm going to trash it. Why Blanker said a moment ago. I'm worried about this Baki back. Yeah, I trash. See, I see what I see with his back. I know that they can pitch around him. I know that he doesn't have a full complement of guys in the lineup so that it could hurt teams. I don't think that there's a. I, I think no matter where he plays and what happens to him the rest of the year. And then again, I think if he trades and we go back to what Michael Bourne said about the adjustment, going to a new team, new locker room, it has an effect on you. It's a great run he's on. There's nothing wrong with what he's doing. You know, if he doesn't get to it, but I don't think he gets to it. I I, I don't think so either. Like he's been on a an incredible hot now. Cash or trash it. First off, I trash yours. Cash or trash it. The Angels are playing with Goldilocks balls. Trash. These Astros went on a look at what the Astros did in Anaheim. Look how many home runs they were. Even Jake Myers hit a home oppo taco. Jake Myers. Cash him or this. trash him? Are the Angels and Shohei Otani playing with Goldilocks balls? I might, I might cash it. I think I'm trashing it, it. But then now that trash. you said it, the fact that it makes you think. Chaz got his first ever American League Player of the Week double because dong. he was hitting double dongs and bombs all over. Jose Abreu almost homered twice in the series. Goldilocks balls I mean, in Anaheim. Know, and if Major League Baseball like wants to make Shohei Otani relevant because he's not going to get traded. This is how you do it. I'm going to land on awful announcing, aren't I? <laughs> no, we won't publicize this one. Yeah, let's not publicize this one. Um, do we get all our cash and trashums out of the way? Yeah. Can we go to the text line now? Yeah. Or do we have any more? No, I think that's it. 1317 on the HRMP listener line. Ask the same exact question that Terrell did on twitch.tv slash ESPN 97.5. So, Terrell, I now have your phone number. But his cash or trashum. Cody was the best Will ha- Willhouser. Uh, I'm trashing that. I, that. You know, I think that sometimes your big boys are too big for their britches. Trash. And, and I think well, who's that your favorite? BK, without question. Oh, you know that. You Andrew, guys, for me. I have never in a million years shied so from handsome. that, and I will always say that. I think BK is is my favorite of all time on the wheelhouse. All time? On the wheelhouse. I all mean, time. you go back in history, and you can bring anyone that they brought to the table, and BK is at the top of the list. Can you still have a wheelhouse with Beaky. two men? Isn't it Beaky? Beaky. It's Beaky. Beaky. Yeah, Beaky. we're leaning into that one. Beaky. It's Beaky. Um, can you still have a wheelhouse with two? You I can have you a can. bike. You can still have a wheelhouse with two. With two wheels, you got a bike. Yeah. It's a wheelhouse is a boat term, right? Two houses are You're both on the, Bad Take Boulevard, That's what the right? wheelhouse is? You're like, it's it's the captain's chair? Is that right? I think so. I think a wheelhouse is in a boat. I think that's where it comes from. Okay. Um, well, are you cashing this or trashing Joe, this? Yeah, I'm interested in your opinion, Joe. <laughs> Joe. I mean, you've got a very, very sheepish look on your face. I'm curious your opinions here. I'm just going to cash it because BK invited me to co-host the wheelhouse on Friday and Monday. I mean, so. you can't, you can't, tra- you can't cash. Well, this you're thing. cashing it that He's Cody gone. was the best oh, wheelhouseman. I guess I'm trashing. Yes, yeah, you don't even know which yeah. button to push. You're so no. flustered. Does Andrew count as a wheelhouseman? Of course, really. well, he's my favorite. Do he's I count he's, as a killer bee? He's so yeah, no. you do. Yeah, because he's now queen bee. <laughs> no, he's queen bee. Oh, well, he's a queen bee. But we're that's the how we got bees. him. That's how we got him in the technicality. I mean, I'm not even the queen bee that was referenced originally. But it was wasn't it you? No, I don't think so. I don't think so either. Didn't you get called a queen bee on Twitch? I did, but it was it was it was towards the end of the conversation. Oh, I think queen, I think we were talking about Beyonce. Maybe of course you were. I don't know what brought up. Queen I don't Bee. remember either. I did get called a queen bee, but it was after a weird article oh, talking okay. about. Like they said, you shouldn't be the queen bee. I should oh. because I told Joel to let me finish once. 
about something. Once? <laughs> let me cook. Isn't that what the, the, the bench does? Let them cook? Let them cook. Yeah. Let, yeah. let me cook. Mod me, by the way. Nope. There should be a mod on Twitch. Um, Austin, my cash or trash is Saints making the playoffs this year and the LSU football team going to the playoffs. Austin must be a laissez-la-bonton roulette. I'm going to trash that because I don't trash. think I don't think LSU is going to make the playoffs. When do we get the 12 team? Is that next year? I think the Saints are going to win the division. Yeah, this is the last four team. The last ever four team champion will be crowned here in Houston. That's so cool. I love that. Mm-hmm. So you said uh, no LSU, no LSU. Yes, Saints will win the division. I like Jaden Daniels. He's good. That's a good team, man. But here's the thing: I'm going to trash it. Trash because your coach is overrated. Oh, that's your old coach. Yep. You think Brian Kelly's overrated? Oh, he's got yeah. a great. He's got a great Cajun accent. Keep sticking yeah. to your family. TikTok yeah. that dance, was awful buddy. by Brian. By the way, terrible. That <laughs> was really bad. I think he's an upgrade over O. Well, of course, I don't think O won a championship. Yeah, who is? It? I think he's an upgrade over O. Probably, uh, Joe. I think you could have won a championship with that team. Brian Kelly has to win a championship this year and next year, or he's a failure. Saban did it. No, no, how long was Saban there? Saban he did won. it. He did it that quick. Uh, who was those boy, the passing coordinator that went on to the NFL that hasn't done Joe a whole Brady. Lesson. Joe, Joe Brady. Joe Brady. I loved him once. Yeah, you, upon anybody could have coached that team as long as Joe Brady was running the. It's yeah, funny. He got head coach interviews, and now he's like an yeah. offensive assistant yeah, somewhere. No one knows where the hell he's. He, well, he was. He got. He got into the rule thing. He was with Rule in Carolina. Yeah. That was not a good uh, marriage there. Yes, he did. He got fired mid-season. When did? How long was Saban at LSU before he won his first Natty? I think he was three years. Like he only won one at LSU. He was three years. The next one that won a title was two years. I can't remember who was before O that won a title. No, it was Saban's fourth year. Saban's fourth year. I don't think that there was a. I don't think there was a champion between Saban and in uh, Orgeron. I thought there was. Oh, Joe Brady's the quarterback coach in Buffalo. Yeah, that's where he landed. I don't think that. The, I don't think LSU won a national title between. Saban and uh, oh oh, I think you're right. Did Les Miles win one? Yeah, oh, he yes, did. He did. Les, yeah, right. Les Miles right. won one. That's, yeah, they that's won. My bad. That's my bad. Yeah, and I think he won it in his second year, his second or third year. Les Miles. So did. Saban won it in the his fourth Hatter. year. So Kelly's got four years. Like he should be winning it in his fourth. And plus, that's a full recruiting cycle. Yeah, he's got to get all of his recruits in there. So I just don't see it this Do year. Do we have to? Can we get rid of that now? What's that? With the uh, transfer portal the way it is? Yeah. These coaches don't deserve. I don't think they deserve a full recruiting cycle anymore. You can speed the process up. Yeah. Three by years? a lot. I mean, look Your at, boy Tom Herman look at Lincoln Riley. Four, did he? At tech, well, no one yeah, gets at a full Texas. four at Texas. No, but I'm saying you would think, to be fair, he should have gotten a full four. Yeah. Yeah, Les Miles won his title his third year at LSU. I'll, uh, I'll trash this. I don't think the LSU wins the title. Well, I he's still got Georgia. That's he's still not what got he Bama. Asked. Or gets to the playoff. No, yeah, I'll still trash He said you got to do both. I don't think three SEC teams get to the playoff. And I think Georgia and Bama are still. His better. question was Saints and LSU. If it was one or the other, Saints are going to well, get the playoffs. Dude, I think Bama might be the team no, I would leave both. out. He said both. Right. I said he's. I'm agreeing. I said that in order to cash or trash, both things have to happen. One is going to. I think it can happen. Well, I, I think don't think Saints both will. will. I'm, I'm, I agree with you 100. Yeah, I think yeah. the Saints will make the playoffs. I don't think that LSU makes the playoffs. I can't wait for the 12 team playoff. This is a game changer in college football. Oh, it's going to be huge. I, I hated the way college football ended and didn't give every team a but, chance. Now you do. College football is the best sport in the world now. This is the but football like, equivalent of March Madness. So it's going to be crazy for a couple of weeks. So good. But my problem is, is that, like, the reason why I never had a problem with the 14 the playoff is that the only reason why it wasn't more was because the Pac 12 and Big 12 felt like they deserved automatic bids. And, like, that was always the holdup for a while. Yeah. Was that, and we still don't even know the format of the 12 team playoff. Yeah we, yeah, we do. No, we don't know if there's automatic bids still, I thought. I thought it was the top six conference champions. No. I'm pretty sure it is. 
No, I don't think so. I'm pretty. We'll do this during the break and talk about their side. I'm almost 100 percent sure it's top six conference champions get an automatic bid. Now it doesn't matter what conference, just the top six. Seven one three seven eight zero ESPN HRMP listener line. Cam Whitmore, summer league MVP. This is more important than everybody will let on. It's the Killer Bees on ESPN 97.5 and ESPN 92.5. Thanks, Skip. Uh, right now, before we go to the break, I want to tell you about my good friend, Doc Linville. I've been telling you about him for a long time. Look, he's a game changer. We talk about game changers in sports. He's a game changer in life because if you're losing your hair as a guy and you think you can't get it back and you think the only things that you can choose from are shaving it all off or trying the sprays and the creams and the foams that mask the problem, I'm here to tell you there's something else. And it is definitely a game changer. It's the Neograph procedure. I think Doc Linville's the best in the business at doing it. He does it right here in Houston. And you as an ESPN listener can get all the information you need to see if it might be something that you'd be interested in too. It's real simple. You go to 975hair.com and check out what the Neograph procedure is. Get all the information about it. Set up an appointment. It's free of charge as an ESPN listener when you go to 975hair.com. It normally costs 150 bucks. Then you can ask all the questions. You can get all the answers. There's no obligation. You're not on the hook for a single penny, yet it could be a decision that you make that changes your life by getting your hair back. I did it. I couldn't believe that when Doc Linville brought it to me that it was something that I should even consider, and by the end of it, I could not be more thankful that I did the procedure, and you can be the next in line. I'm telling you the one cheat note that I'll always tell everybody, 95 to 99% of the hair that he's going to transplant from the areas that genetically you never lose it, which are the sides and the back, to where you need it most, and that's predominantly up on top or in the front at your hairline, 95 to 99% of those follicles are going to stay and grow and be with you for the long haul. That's why I did it. It's something that you might consider and why you do it too. Check them out today and tell them I sent you by because they're the best in the business. Go see Doc Linville. Go to 975hair.com. Welcome back to the Killer Bees on ESPN 97.5. Killer Bees are also known as Africanized Bees. And we all know there's nothing Africanized about these two guys. It's Joel Blank and Jeremy Branham. Did Spence not get the memo? Three percenter here, baby. A three percenter. We've uh, I, we've seen we've seen a lot of people here. Blankers poo poo the Cam Whitmore thing, which I'm not sure why you call me Skip. Leading to break. Uh, this is facts. You know why? Why? Because I, I'm interested to hear what you're going to say about this because I think it's you. just perpetrating a fraud. If you think uh, no, that, okay, absolutely not. Which, by the way, college football playoff. Should I, should I give you the floor here, Joe? Jeremy was right. I was wrong. He's smart. I'm I mean, dumb. I forgot that Les Miles didn't win a national championship at LSU. <laughs> I just wanted to see like, how much of the Billy Madison thing I could recite off. <laughs> yeah, so the six, the top six conference champions, not necessarily by conference, the top six conference champions uh, get automatic bids into the 12-team playoff. The top four conference champions get buys. And in the first round of the uh, 12-team football playoff, it goes to the higher seeds home field, which is going to be cool. But then the quarterfinals are going to be bowl games, neutral site, semifinal, bowl game, neutral site. And then the college football championship, first ever one at NRG Stadium, going to be awesome. awesome. So last year would awesome. have been uh, your your four buys would have been Georgia, Michigan, TCU. No, I don't think Georgia would have been. Yeah, see, this is where like I like this this DraftKings article that I pulled up right away. Like they think they have it wrong. Like they have Ohio State and Michigan. As the buys. Who like, won the SEC correct. championship last year? Georgia. Didn't did, they? Did Alabama not win the SEC championship? No. Are you sure? Nope. 
You're not sure. Alabama's correct. Okay, so Alabama, like Georgia can't be a top four seed because they're not a conference champion. Yeah, so it would have been. You're right. Alabama, Alabama would have been the one seed. Michigan, the two seed. Cincinnati would have actually been the three seed because they were to finish higher in the rankings than Baylor, the four seed, who was the Big Twelve champion. And then Georgia would have been the top at large, five seed. Notre Dame, six seed. Ohio State, seven seed. Blah 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 blah. It's going to be awesome. I cannot wait. Everybody has a chip in a chair. It's going to be fantastic. It's going to be really cool to have have it here in Houston. Really cool. Really, I, I you, think that's awesome. Do you think we will get to a point where, like, you know, we get the, the – now we've had it happen, what, twice now with the 16 seed beating a one seed? Do you think we'll see these, these 11, 10, 11, 12 make runs in the college football playoff? Uh, 12 seeds, no. 12 seeds, no, because that's probably going to be the group of five champion. Like, that's probably going to be – I mean, last year, it's going to be like a two-lane. You know what I mean? Like, it's going to be a two-lane going up against Georgia. I think it's going to be very difficult. Like, that, yeah. I think they could win a game. I think it's going to be difficult for them yeah, to rattle gonna, off a run. It's it's a more – I think it's a more definitive David versus Goliath. I think that the dominance – like, when we see, you know, uh, one seeds getting dog fights in the first round of March Madness. I just think that, yeah, the, when you play basketball and you're up and down and a team plays a certain way that you're not used to playing – yeah, you could be in that game a little bit. I just think the size dominance and the line dominance on both sides and everything like that, when you get like a two-lane playing against a, a team like Georgia, I think that's just going to be a steamroll. I think they can win a game. I think they could. I think every now and I, then they're going to win a game. But it's also it's good. Like If you go back to 2020, for example, you would have had Coastal Carolina would have gotten in as the 12 seed. I think this is going to be so much fun. And like, it's yeah, going to be awesome. Is it Coastal is, Carolina going to beat Notre Dame? They could. Like now, if yep. it's Georgia's the five seed, it's different. But that five six seed is going to be really interesting. Like you go back, twenty twenty would have been Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, Oklahoma as your top four. So fun. Your next group, the the final eight teams are Notre Dame, A and M, Florida, Cincinnati. Georgia was the nine seed. Mm-hmm. Iowa State, Indiana, Wait. Coastal Carolina. So top Indiana. four. Yeah. Top four get a buy. Yeah, top four, top four get a buy. Champions get a buy. See, that's where I, I'm. I, I'm mistaken then because i'm saying a one seed would be one of those top four teams well no but georgia georgia would have been a five seed last year because they lost the sec championship that's right but yeah, then okay. they went like i mean it's still georgia like yeah, so, georgia's so, get a steamroll a coastal yeah, carolina yeah. or a Tulane. every year is not going to be that way but, but i'm not i'm not disagreeing with you every it, you know you never say never it's going to happen and plus i just want to see remember the hot take artists they're like oh we don't want to see this you don't want to see this? You're betting on Mac football on a Tuesday night, but you don't want to see the eighth-best college football team in the country play the ninth-best college team in the country with stakes on the line? You're nuts. I mean, just remember the Boise State-Oklahoma game. Yeah. I mean, that's what you're signing up for. That The, the possibility is there, but the excitement is ten times whatever else you'd be watching or however else you, you want, you've seen it in the past. And also, I, just, I, I love the schedule. So they've already put dates out. for the So the first for the first round... There'll be one game on Friday, December 20th in 2024. And then the next day, there's going to be three games on December 21st. So it's going to be week, was that, like week 16 of the NFL season is going to be the first round of the college football playoffs. That's awesome. Yeah. Like, so good. That's so, so good. I love it. It's going to be fantastic. 713-780-3776. Uh, might have been confusing some years on SEC championships there. They run together. Um, Cam Whitmore, Summer League MVP. It may be more important than, than we're letting on. I don't know why I was called Skip for this. The last five Summer League MVPs, Blankers, mm-hmm. last year was Keegan Murray. 
he would go on to start 78 games as a rookie, score 12 points a game. We all think that Keegan Murray, Keegan Murray is going to be like, I mean, an everyday starter in the NBA. Like this guy's going to be a starter going forward. There's been some talk that Sacramento wants to make, like, to build around Keegan Murray. Let's just call him a starter in the NBA for now. Cam Thomas, two years ago, won the Summer League MVP. He's playing every single game, playing 17 minutes a game, averaging in double figures for the Brooklyn Nets, who, you know, I know they traded everybody, but they had high aspirations heading into last season. Three years ago, the Summer League MVP was Brandon Clark. Brandon Clark, 20 minutes a game for a playoff team in the Memphis Grizzlies. He's averaged double figures every single year. This is fourth year in the NBA. Four years ago, Summer League MVP was Josh Hart. Josh Hart's playing 32 minutes a night in the NBA. Five years ago, Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Ball, and before the injury here, Lonzo Ball has pl- has been an everyday starter in the NBA since the moment that he stepped foot in the MVP- in the NBA. Cam Whitmore winning the Summer League MVP guarantees you that at minimum, Cam Whitmore is a rotation player in the NBA very quickly, as very you, soon. As you spin it that way. So spin? Every single one of those guys is a starter or a regular in the NBA. No but, spin. But what I was going to say is, when you okay, when you present it that way, how's that? When you present it that way, I'm not going to disagree that down the road, he's going to be a rotational player for the Houston Rockets. Where I would disagree is it's not happening in the first year because I don't think he's he's going to be on the court very much, if at all, with the rotation they have of players that they have currently. I think it's going to, much like we said with Amen, it's going to take a couple years as he kind of develops into a point guard, gets to the NBA, understands the physicality, gets stronger, all those things. Cam Whitmore's got a more NBA-ready body, but I think that he's on a team where there's a logjam almost everywhere he turns for where he's going to play. So I don't think it's going to happen in year one, and I don't think because of that his averages may suffer, but I do think that he will develop into a key rotational piece for this team down the road. I believe that. I believe he's got too much talent not to. He's only going to be turning or just turned 19 years old. I think there's a massive upside for this kid, but I don't think it's going to happen this year, and I think it's going to take some time, and I think that's where I don't want the fans to have the wrong idea about this kid that all of a sudden immediately this kid's going to be day one dude he's not a day one dude that doesn't mean he can't be a dude agree with everything you just said now a summer league mvp last five years has guaranteed to be at minimum a rotation player in the nba rockets hit a home run cam whitmore 713-780-ESPN saquon barkley josh jacobs they're going through some things and it's i think becoming very very clear that they are standing up for the sake of the position in the NFL. It's the Killer Bees on ESPN 97.5 and ESPN 92.5.